0: It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 937 a ticket in the ticketfm.com. You got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You've got to bump it up, don't you know. Welcome back into Outside the Box here, here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Joel know. Norman, the voice of the Lincoln Stars, alongside head coach Rocky Russo and Rocky, our first two guests of the year, two guys who were pretty much a part of all the action it felt like last week at the Fall Classic, Tanner Ludkey and Mason Marcellus. Uh, you and I talked about them plenty, clicking on the same line together, and guys, welcome on to the show here.
1: Let's uh, let's be veterans here. Get close to the microphone. Um, I first of all, guys, I think we might need to change some of the music here for the for the the radio show. This was our our win song last year, right? And and so um, that was
0: the first question I was going to ask you guys: is yeah. what's the win song this so year? So
1: that was our win song last year, and then obviously the the ride the train thing is the thing with with the stars. I'm not really sure why. I never got to the The bottom of of why we ride the train with the stars but i kind of like it um but that was a great win song um these guys chose their own win song this year as as they always do and and uh so uh maybe we'll incorporate the song this year with our our show on on tuesdays
2: yeah i don't know if our win song's set in stone yet because uh it could definitely use some work yeah it's it was picked on the spot, so
3: yeah. it, it probably needs some work. Hopefully, Doug's listening right now.
0: What'd you use in Pittsburgh when you won? You don't even remember. That's you don't not remember. Correct. I have
2: no clue. <laughs> it might have been like good feeling or something. It,
1: it was, uh, it was like, I got a feeling. What? Yeah, okay, I thought so. It's Tonight's so, going to be a good night or the, something. Yeah, I don't know. The green um, eyed uh, black eyed
2: peas know your
1: music, man. Oh, my goodness.
0: The green eyed peas. Come on, Tanner. It's all right. We're on a sports talk station, not a music station. But. For sure.
1: Um, I you know what like I didn't mind it uh but we didn't settle in on on that song last year right away either so um I think that needs a little bit of fine tuning potentially uh if if Doug or you guys would like to converse with me about some ideas uh I've got 18 years of junior hockey experience that I could bring to the table and um we had some pretty cool songs back in the day that uh, that maybe you want to incorporate or not. You know, it's only my job to, to tell you to hit it before I walk out of the locker room, uh-huh. and then and then it's your room to to have fun after we win.
0: I was going to ask you guys that you mentioned Doug a couple times. Does he have the ox cord in the locker room?
2: Yeah, for the most part, he's uh, he's kind of followed up. Daltz had it last year, okay. and I think Daltz showed him most of the. Daltz
1: did not it's... have it that oh, much Dalt's last had year, it
2: all, like every game day.
1: Game involved. day, fine, okay. Game day in the but
2: room. it was like, Mastro playing the weirdest. Mastro played weird
1: music. Lava for like the worst was when Gleb would get it, oh. and She's so you CD know, CD this year. Or I would, I would have to go in and be like, "All right, Antonio, take the ox, play me some some, some Tupac Jimmy and Puffet. some Biggie and some <laughs> Jimmy Buffett." Like, you guys know what I like, All so. Right. Uh, they're smart enough to, if coach is in a bad mood, I can tell they know, and all of a sudden there's some music pumping out of the, <laughs> the locker room to put me back in a good one.
0: They got a rocky playlist, yeah. I guess
2: you
1: just go to right.
2: Sambuco's got something that you've you've complimented a few times. He's got some good music. That's were-
1: my guy. He's a Philly guy. That's why.
2: Ah, uh, that's it. That's the connection.
1: <laughs> I can't
0: say I approve as a Pittsburgher, but <laughs> well,
1: I listen. The, I only say Philly guy because I I lived in all Philly right. for four years. I mean. Anybody that knows me knows that, that my love and affection is for the Penguins. Uh, my wife is from Philly. She's a Flyer fan, and so I'm grooming my children to be Penguins fans so <laughs> they don't great. have to live the horror of never seeing a Stanley Cup like she has. <laughs> oh, um, but but right now they have their occasional Flyers shirt, and I I let it happen for now. Um, but when Ronnie gets a little older and Cammy gets a little older, we'll we'll steer them in the right direction. Joel, you
0: pick your battles in marriage, you know. And you're just working on this one, so I see how that's going. W- what about you guys? What's your favorite NHL teams? Uh, I'm a Blackhawks
2: fan. I uh, I hopped on the bandwagon when they were good. Not gonna lie. Um, I'm from Ottawa, but I uh,
0: don't. No sense, sense for you, Mason. No,
2: this this I would never. What cheer would you for think of
0: Giroux going there?
2: I think they had a great off season. I mean, they added some big names, but not enough to make me cheer for them. That's a fair answer. Um,
0: (laughs) About you, Tanner? Yeah, I'd Uh,
3: say mine is probably the Pittsburgh Penguins. Just always growing up, I was a I was a Crosby fan. So I actually started an Ovechkin fan, and I uh, I converted to Sid.
0: Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Well, why'd you switch then? Let me ask you that.
3: I think the older I got, I just kind of like respected Sid's game. This is full game more, Um, and you know I'm I'm not. I don't score that many goals like Ovi does. So, oh, you do this, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm a Penguins fan now. I love Ma- them.
1: Maybe you realize that 50 goals and minus 50 in a year for Ovechkin <laughs> probably wasn't the Not best worried. thing. So, yeah. however, Mason, I mean, now you've got a little bit of a connection to the Sens with the eight year $64 million deal that mm-hmm. Daltz's brother, Josh got to, uh, to pot 35 goals for the senators yeah. last year. So, um I know that I got some pretty fun pictures from Dalton <laughs> and Cole and Josh this summer after uh, after Josh signed his contract. So I know that they celebrated in a in a very responsible way.
2: Mm, yeah, definitely responsible family. <laughs> I went there after main camp and uh I saw like Josh and Cole and all them. So it was like a few weeks before he signed and I think I think Josh knew it was coming
1: cuz <laughs> Oh, he knew it was coming. He definitely acted like I it mean, was he coming. I mean, he scored 35 <laughs> goals know. last like, year. you got to right?
2: expect
3: something big after that. Oh, you pop 35 in the National, you're going to do. What a
1: great family. Dalton was an unbelievable leader for us, right? Um, those are big shoes to fill. And and our leadership group from last year was was really special. Joe LeMay, very aggressive man, um, but somebody that, uh, that led by example, pushed his teammates out of his comfort zone, Um, and, and just worked his tail off. Like, are you guys starting to see some, some leadership, uh, bubble to the surface in our locker room? Obviously I can see it and I see our culture really taking hold, but, um, you know, how have you guys taken the step as a group of, of, uh, keeping the, keeping the, the fire going and, and taking over those responsibilities?
2: Mm -hmm. There we go. I mean, I guess it's a little cliche, but we, I feel like we still have a bunch of guys that Kind of could could wear a ed- a letter this year. Like there's so many leaders, and everyone leads in their different way. Like, I mean, we've mentioned Dougie a few times. He's he's verbal. He's very good at like motivating guys. And but you have other guys like like Boston's a new guy this year, but he like he works his tail off every single practice. He's second skating every day. Like he's he's working really really hard. But I don't know. I don't know if I could name our our captains right now. I think it's it's kind of hard there's so many leaders in the room
3: yeah I would say um looking at it this year like like you said there's a lot of guys that could wear a letter I think um you know looking at it last year and coming back this year kind of being a younger guy you like Joe LeMay you talked about he works so hard and I think you don't really realize how hard you have to continually work through the year um at juniors and so kind of being under Joe's wing last year a little bit and, um, you know, learning from him, you, you realize how much harder you have to work and the optional skates you got to go to and, and show up in the weight room every day because those things make a big difference. So, but.
1: Well, we talked about that a little bit earlier, Joel, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about the importance of, of not only having great players now, but having great players on your affiliate list and really drafting well, and then developing your young guys and, you know, you look at yourself, Tanner, as a great example. You you were a, an affiliate guy that got the opportunity to play before and after, and and go back and have a successful high school season. But then you look at, you know, Keaton Peters, who uh who spent the majority of the season with us, Patrick Rafter, who spent the entire season with us, um, you know, Dashiell Oliver, who who kind of did the same thing. He was pegged to return to us in uh, in his postseason and unfortunately got injured. And, um, you know, I think that experience, and, and you can speak on a little bit, is is invaluable for somebody in, in your shoes.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, like everyone's journey is different. Everyone's path is different. Um, but even for me, like the 24 games I played last year, it's huge. Um, and it's kind of one of those doesn't things. doesn't get you veteran status. Though. No, no. The, boy, <laughs> the boys made that very clear. I'm still fighting for tweener status, but right now – Still a rookie, uh, we'll figure that out later. But um,
1: I can vote in <laughs> on that. I might give you tweener. Oh,
3: oh, I, I love this! That. I'm yeah, bringing
0: this up tomorrow. Yeah, we got to talk about. Yeah, that. thank you. Um, Just got to pull this clip later. And show you. Look, it was on the radio. <laughs> but uh,
1: no, they do that. Last year, I called Mastro. I I said Mastro couldn't catch. On the on the radio show. And he was so mad at me the next day. He's like, bring the football coach. I'll show you. I can catch it. I swear I can catch it. He's
3: so that guy. Yeah. And then the next day, we it was like 80 degrees in Lincoln. And we, uh, me, Mastro, and Nelly all lived at a house together. And so we, like, had the sprinklers going. And we're, like, in our newer outside. Yes. And uh, I, like hiked a football to Nell, and he threw it to Mastro, and he caught it. We took a video of it and sent it to Rock. And- oh, yeah. I was sitting at the <laughs> dinner
1: table, and I'm like, first of all, what are these clowns doing running around in their boxer shorts in the front yard? But Mastro made a point to let me know that he could absolutely catch football. So, Michael, if you are listening, we know you're an athlete. There's, <laughs> oh, there's nothing yeah. to be concerned about.
0: <laughs> oh. Tanner, a big thing for you, though, you talked about the experience you got last year, kind of the taste. You had one goal in that time. You were busy with a high school action. You jump in this year two goals in game number one, one of them matching last year's total in 14 seconds. How cool is that? Did you kind of feel like maybe I'm I'm getting more comfortable, so to speak, in this league? Uh, Yeah, I
3: think obviously it kind of helped with, um, you know, just getting to work this summer. But then coming back, I felt really good at main camp and I felt really good in preseason. Um, you know, obviously when you're playing with, with two returners and a guy like Marcy and Doug, who have played in leagues or played in the A.J., um, you know that they, they know how to get things done, and and they make it easy for a guy like me. So it was it was pretty cool to get that goal. But um, I think we're clicking well right now, so it's
0: a success for everyone. And Mason, let me ask you about this. You played with a ton of different talented players just in your two yeah. years here with Lincoln. Obviously, everyone who you're with on the line right now, on the second line, the two others are returners as well. Has that helped a lot with your chemistry with them?
2: Um, yeah, I think so. Just coming in, I'm like we're comfortable with each other, like right away, like. We're coming off the bench, and we're telling each other what we're seeing. And, I mean, we played the one preseason game together, and it went really well. And then we just kind of rolled with it. And, I don't know, I'm loving it so far. The uh, They both kind of bring something new, and I, I love it.
1: I, mean, I don't think in my career I've ever had a line go wire to wire and play together for 60 games. So Maybe it's the first
0: line. It's fun right now. But Maybe it's the first line.
1: I'd be happy to see it be the first line or the first time that it happens. Uh I think what I have had a lot of times is, uh, that line come together, play really well for a long stretch, maybe, maybe have a little cooling off period. We break them up, we put them back together. And, and I remember, um, a couple years ago, I had a, a line in Amarillo of Logan Genuine who had 60 goals in 60 games um, Gabriel Seeger, uh, who's a six foot five center who who uh, has been dominating college hockey, and Alex Peterson, and uh, they were literally unstoppable. And uh, I ended up breaking them up for maybe five or six games, and they were so mad at me. Like, <laughs> and I had coached Petey for a couple years, and genuine is you know he's an open book, and and he's in my office just like. What are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? Like, I'm so mad at you. I don't like you. I'm not talking. He's like giving me the silent treatment. <laughs> and so I made them marinate away from each other for five or six games, and I put them back together, and they had, like, seven goals in the next game. And they would just come back to the bench and sit down and stare at me. And I'm like, all
0: right, fine. You can play together, but you better have seven again tomorrow. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. We got we to gotta remember this story. We do.
0: <laughs> What's that like for you guys? Preseason, you kind of jumped around. You mentioned a few different lines. Do you do you not really mind who you're with, or is it kind of like you liked a little bit of familiarity?
2: Um, I think like me coming in, I kind of expect to just play with a whole bunch of different guys because it's a whole new group. So as a coaching staff, I'm sure they want to see who clicks, who plays well together. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really mind it. I mean, I got to play with a whole bunch of new guys and different guys that, I mean – I don't know if I'll play with them again, but it was fun while it lasted, I guess.
3: Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, you never really know who you're going to be playing with. And obviously, last year, kind of being like the 13th forward and a few games at the end, like you kind of get jumped around with everyone. So you kind of you got to be able to play with anyone at any time. And, um, you know, like like May said, like there's a lot of great skilled guys that work hard and um, play physical so there's it's not really too hard to play with anyone Um, you know obviously Mason Dogg are ballers and I like playing with them but uh, it's been good
1: you know from a coaching perspective there's a fine line right like you I'm always I'm sitting up at night and I'm I'm contemplating line combinations and who works well and who doesn't and um, you know the the um, the Sambuco line, the Messick line last week, I didn't really love them uh, in the first game Uh, I thought they created some stuff offensively but I I didn't like the way they were playing in their own end and and then I'm patient and I'm like, you know what, I I like the combination of what's there, I like the different elements of skill and, and you're always trying to fit the puzzle pieces together and at the end of the day there's a there's a decision between letting them figure it out and building their chemistry and then deciding that that combination doesn't work and so for me I've I used to be you could ask the guys that played for me 10 years ago it was like in the blender every week because I had no patience and you know they they would get frustrated with me my captain would come in and be like can you just let me play with one guy for more than two games in a row and and i'm like well play better then you know but but now i've you know i have a better understanding of the value of the chemistry but you're always wondering is there a different mix of guys that would do more like is there you know if if these guys are good together well what if i put this guy with them and you know and, and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't uh, i knew that their line would, would work right away and i knew that for two reasons because they're obviously all very good hockey players but more importantly they're all very comfortable in the systems they know the structure they know the expectations and so that was a line that i put on paper right away and i said you know what this line i can trust right i can trust them to go out and do things the right way they can be a tone setter if we get you know momentum going the wrong direction they can they can turn that around for us they can they can level the ship when we need it uh, and then obviously you know the the power play works right and and everybody kind of fits in in good spots um you know certainly when we get Tony back and eventually Nelly back those guys are power play guys but you know if you if you look at where you guys are right you're in the same spot you were last year doug's in a very natural spot in front of the net I think you had some bumper experience with us last year bucks is obviously you know kind of filling the shoes of of Joe, Joe yeah. um, and then you know, right now we have Clavs hitting a one timer right there. You know, isn't adults. He <laughs> might he might evolve into adults, but he isn't adults right now. But that's also a very natural spot for Tony, uh, who did such a great job in that downhill route. You guys played on a power play with uh, Tony, uh, Tony and and Mason last year, so you know maybe Tony fits in there. Maybe Tony fits in on the other group. I think we have two first power play units we don't have a one and a two unit we have two units that are both really really um capable and so when you have the pieces like that you're always curious joel can i do something different with them to to give us an advantage and and so um you know it's it's a decision do you want to tinker with it or do you want to let it go and right now you guys are safe i'm going to let you go for a little while uh, at least until the first intermission on Friday.
0: Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> so a little bit of security uh, for right yeah, now. Yeah, 20, minutes. You a got 20 li- minutes. A little bit. We've talked a lot about some guys you've been playing with who are returning players. Obviously, there's 14 of you guys overall. Let me ask you this. When you get done with practice, because you've got guys who've been around, and let's say you're going to food one day, where are you guys going in town because you're familiar with the town?
2: Um, There's that one strip. There's like Panda, Chipotle, Poke. We're huge at Blaze. Like, everyone on our
0: team. N, N Street.
1: No, no, no. Uh, Q Street. Q Street. Yeah,
2: yeah I think it's... Because I always call it O, but it's a Q. It's I Q. Just, I always look yeah. at it wrong. Um, That's but... that Canadian education Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, no. We're Our team loves Blaze. Like, once a week minimum, we go to Blaze.
1: Okay. They never go where I tell them to go. Where have you told Toms them to go? And
2: I went to the, the gyro, or I don't know how to say it. We Alibaba gyros. Yeah, we went there. Elite. It was good.
1: Uh, muchachos. Elite. Yeah, right there. like yeah, I've never been there muchachos yet. you got to go get the you got to go get a brisket burrito oh like
2: my brisket burrito.
1: unbelievable you got to go to muchachos it's the size of a football <laughs> like uh diners drive ins and dives my guy guy fieri was there like really? that place is outstanding wow. um they know that i'm i'm a poke bowl guy
3: i love the poke bowls. Yeah.
1: so i'm in there i'm in there a couple times a month for <laughs> sure um so but but there's a lot more for these guys to explore in the city yeah. of
0: Lincoln. Oh, that's the beauty of it, I think as well. Oh, well, Tanner Mason, uh, thank you for joining us. Obviously, this week, Rocky, this has been a lot of fun for the first one, guys. Real quickly, as we kind of sign off, what excites you the most about the home opener?
2: Uh, I mean, the fans. Obviously, it's it's another player out there. Just be back in the box. Oh, we love the box. Love Just it. love it. I'm uh,
0: pumped myself. First home game <laughs> for oh, that's me. That's what too. we're most excited about. Oh, Your, first Your first game,
2: <laughs>
1: Joel. Thank you. Uh, oh, we're thanks, excited Rocky. to have you join us this year. I'm looking forward to uh, a great season here with the 2022-23 Lincoln Stars and,
0: and obviously more great shows here on Outside the Box. It's going to be a ton of fun. Thank you, Rocky. Thank you to Tanner Ludke and Mesa Marcellus for joining us as well. I'm Joel Norman. We hope to see you Friday at the Icebox, 7.05 p.m. puck drop, and we thank you for tuning in tonight on Outside the Box.